Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Thunder fans? It's your boy Dylan at Thunder Chess, and I'm here with a word from our sponsors, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next year's early NFL futures. Just head to the website or your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters BLEAV, believe, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntsinger, at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Network, and I got a full house tonight. So before we get to our guests, I got to get to my guys in the unit first. We got my partner in crime, the man in Oklahoma, the man with the internet issues, Alex Roig. How are you, sir? Not today, my man. Not today. Not today, that, Satan. That is reserved for somebody else. So I'm doing. I'm doing well. I, I am uh, excited about this team. I'm, you know, so happy that they came out yesterday and they did good, and that they're doing good today. So, you know, hey, hopefully this continues on to the future. Absolutely, man. Um, times are. It's fun times to be a Thunder fan. And uh, let's go to the guy that actually is dealing with internet issues today. We got Maddie Moles in Texas. Moles, how you doing, sir? Hey, man, I'm really good. Uh, you know, obviously we championship, and I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about that. Um, it was so hard to sleep last night after that performance. I, I don't know about y'all, but I devoured every last bit of content I could find. I even listened to Skip Bayless today. That lets you know how like crazed Man. I was for content. So real excited to be on here and talk with y'all. Hey, as long as you're not listening to Colin Cowherd, we're all right, Moles. We're all right. Um, well, guys, like I said, we do have some guests on here today. So I kind of teased this. We're going to be starting our family feud back up. Uh, maybe not every week, but uh, a few podcasts coming up throughout the offseason. We're going to be doing family feud like we used to uh, a couple seasons ago. And very pleased to invite our guests. So joining us today, hailing from three different corners of Earth, we have a Jeremy Sohan apologist, we have a Walker Kessler enthusiast, and we have a Keegan Murray enjoyer from Scotland, Germany, and Canada. Please welcome Yanni, Matt, and Alex, the OK3. Let's get it. That was an amazing intro. I'm ecstatic. I'm totally ready to be here now. That was perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That that yeah. one was a domer. That one was a domer. But like I said, guys, I'm I'm excited to have you guys on. You know, obviously I've interacted with you guys on Twitter a lot. I mean, you guys are super active on Thunder Twitter. Um, your spaces are, you know, 
like I said, you're like, uh, it's, it's, it's been really good ever since you guys have, you know, started doing your spaces. You guys have been growing. I like your contact content. It's interactive. And, you know, we've talked about having you guys on the pod before and just excited we was finally able to make it happen. Um, so after my rambling, one more time, welcome. And, uh, you know, like I said, guys, it's, uh, it's exciting times to be a Thunder fan. So before we get into those times, we're going to do that with a segment we like to call the single large item. All right, guys, single large item. Oh, sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm streaming the game and I'm sharing the screen so people can watch it, but Zoom is blocking it. It's a black screen. Sorry for the fake illusion of you guys seeing the screen. I apologize, but yep, um, it just says it just says Cox on it. <laughs> Cox. The record by the that's way. Cox. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for thank you for saving me on that one, guys. <laughs> um, all right. Anyways, so yeah, single large item. This is when we get into one specific thing that we're excited about. And, you know, we're just going to talk about the week that was, you know, there was a lot of uh, transactions. There was some basketball being played on, you know, different parts of the world and different levels. And I'm excited to get started with it. But since we do have our guests on here, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it off to Yanni first, because Yanni was boots on the ground at one of these. And I'm going to give him a single large item. What was your single large item for this week, Yanni? Yeah, I appreciate you starting with me, because as some people know, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Thunder legend was playing for Team Canada earlier this week, and he played in Canada and in the Virgin Islands, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And as you'd expect, being Canadian, I went to the game in Canada, made the two-hour drive down there. And it was just an amazing experience because, you know, we haven't watched any Thunder players play in so long. Shea, like for me specifically, I haven't seen the Thunder play since December, the last time they played against the Raptors in Toronto. And some of the things I noticed was Shea was way bigger live than like what I saw in December. I was able to go courtside pregame and just watch him warm up. Um, before I go to the good news, only bad thing I'll say is his shot has a very obvious hitch in it. Whenever he shoots, you can see him like just have an awkward hitch right before he flicks it. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really make like 10 shots in a row or anything crazy like that. But he was so dominant inside the arc when he started trying because started the game, he was kind of just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And then once he really locked in and we all saw that 16 point quarter, he was just very dominant and everyone could tell that he was the best player on the court. Obviously the competition level isn't very high, but then again, it's like Olympic Luca. You want to see them dominate. I got to see it in person. So I was really happy about that. Even though it was a very small venue, it's like 2000 people in a college sized gym. Yeah, man, like, you know, like you said, like he was he was dominating, especially that first game. I think he ended up with 32 points. Um, There was multiple times he came out and I thought he was going to be done for the day because like he just dominated that much and they put him back out there. But, um, you know, I I let some other people talk. But the the thing that I wanted to point out about that was just right off the tip off, getting the ball to Shea and him just going to the cup strong with the left. a little bit of a poster on former Kentucky Wildcat Eloy Vargas as well. So a little Wildcat and Wildcat crime. Uh, well seen that out of left-handed. Shea. Left-handed. What is it? I would say it was left-handed. That's mightily impressive. I think someone put out there was his first ever left-handed dunk in a game. So, like, mightily impressed. Yeah, man. I believe it. And, like, I mean, and, and Shea, like, you know, we've seen him finish with the right and left, but, like, it's always layups. It's scoops. It's – 
you know, reverses, it's off the glass, it's floaters. Like you, you know, you've seen him dump before, but like, you know, usually off two hands, like him going up at the left, that was really impressive. But um, yeah, yeah, I'll, just I'll something to add to that. I was uh, like, I was almost gonna make this thread, but like every time I swear I saw Shea Young, it was off his left foot, two hands for safety every mm-hmm. time until last season. And it's been throwbacks, it's been he even had a reverse jam. Uh, last season which I was extremely like surprised with but like I just had this theory that he only dunked the same way in the game and he just disproved me so I couldn't make the thread yep I, I like him man I mean you know his you know in his time at OKC he's been developing as I like to say in the offseason when he's in the lab and he gets to work he always improves in different assets aspects of his game and athleticism is something that you never really associate with Shea, but you could definitely see the improvement there. Not even, not only vertically, but also like laterally as well. So, um, anybody else have anything to add about Shea before we move on to the next thing, large item? Right. I just like the, uh, I just like the quote of, you know, just because he's playing against the Dominican Republic or just because he's playing against, you know, somebody, a country's, best players who literally are not the best players in the NBA. These are guys that most of them are not in the NBA, um, but you're supposed to be dominating and he is dominating. And so, you know, that, that's always a good thing to see. Kind of like, you know, kind of like how, uh, how Chet's doing in, in summer league. Uh, absolutely. That's a nice transition to whoever else wants to do single large item. And I think I'm going to go to Alex, um, not Alex Roy that was just talking um, I, I guess I just have to refer to you as Alex, Dr. Prof, because there's two Alex's on here and it's going to get confusing. So, uh, Alex, man, uh, what was your single large item for this week? Uh, first of all, uh, you could also call me Alexander if you want to. Like, like that's my nice. full name. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to do yeah. that. Throw in the Alexander. Yeah, yeah all right. Then, then I'll go with that. Uh, now, for me... Uh, that one big topic for me was probably the Ludor extension. Okay. I guess, like, uh, we all know the contract terms, five years, uh, 87.5 billion. I think it was, it's quite the, the right contract, right? Like, uh, personally, I probably would have given him, like, 14 million, but I, I'm, like, also pretty greedy, right? Yeah. So, so... So I'm I'm totally fine with 17.5 million. Uh, and then I, I don't know, I, I listened to one of the Ringer podcasts uh, with KOC and Chris Vernon. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what happened just there, but somehow Chris Vernon completely forgot about the 2019-2020 playoffs in which Ludor played, uh, saying he never played any meaningful basketball games. And I just had to correct those, uh, his mistake, basically. Uh, and then somehow, however, <laughs> he, he responded to that tweet mm-hmm. of mine. Uh, and, and I was quite a bit shocked <laughs> that he actually did that. Like, uh, in, in comparison, he's like way bigger, way bigger than me. And I, I personally would have never thought that uh, someone like him would actually respond <laughs> to one of my tweets. So uh he was then basically saying that Ludor shot uh, horrendous in that Houston series uh but th- then again like I-, I kind of found that kind of a wacky argument since mm-hmm. Lou in the series uh, has been 
quite impactful otherwise obviously like he's been playing seven more minutes compared to the regular season that season uh, it's also been his rookie season and then he also had to guard James Harden like the, the yeah. best scorer in the league at that moment so I, I completely forgive Lou for not shooting the ball that well uh yeah <laughs> and that was basically kind of my beef with Chris Vernon at that point I love it <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And and then it goes into a second round, but uh, that's basically then Matt's story to tell if he wants to. I'm good. Chris Vernon doesn't get any any shots <sighs> from me. So no free ads for Chris Vernon. I love it, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you were saying, like you never know who's going to respond. Like you know, when you at people, like I mean, Matt knows that. Um, I commented on one of his tweets that had JJ Reddit tagged in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, because he was saying, he was comparing Giddy to Joe Ingles, and I just got so sick of it. And I was like, it's such a lazy comparison. Like, just because they're white and Australian doesn't mean they're the same player. And I didn't realize it was a joke. And so JJ Reddick responded and, you know, basically said as much, trying to belittle me in the process. But you know what, JJ? It still is a lazy comp. But no, um, with Lou Dort, like, you know, we talked about a little bit on the podcast, like, the team control that you have, like, you know, there's the full details on the podcast isn't completely out there yet or not podcast. The contract isn't completely out there yet. So we don't know what the deal in the fifth year is, but I can't imagine there's a player option in there. Like, so it's either like a full five years or like a team option in the fifth. So, you know, the team control is like very important and like, you know, Dort has very much earned this contract. And Alex, I think you've made the point um, in our last pod that, you know, while it may seem like an overpay on the surface, um, this is kind of like a back pay for how much underpaid he was being the past couple of seasons. So yeah. I, definitely, definitely, you know, like the contract for Dort. Um, Moles, how do you, how do you feel about the contract about Dort? You know, I, I didn't get to talk to you about it any. Yeah. So I'm kind of upset that the, the terms weren't released. How, how are you going to go have a social media post and make a story about it and still not re- like, is it official? If it's official, the details should be out. Right. I need to see that fifth year team option. You know, I need to see the incentives, all that stuff. But by like year three, that 17 and a half annual uh, average is going to look really good. That's going to be like lower end starter money. And he's a guy that we could throw on a, another team's best wing in the playoffs. He's, he's certainly a playoff guy. Um, you know, like Rudy Gobert might be a regular season guy and we're certainly paying Lou Dort a lot less money and we could still actually play him in the playoffs when it matters. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about what that looks like. It doesn't hamstring us. Um, and I think it's just good to do right by your guys. You know, he was what going to make like 1.9 million this year or something like that. And so he got a substantial raise, take care of him, take care of Shay's boy. And we still have fairly clean cap sheets moving forward. So there's not an awful lot of downside here. Um, because if he provides nothing else, he being Lou on the offensive end, his defensive chops, and what he's going to be able to provide there to be a force multiplier for everyone else to free them up on the defensive end is going to pay in spades. And so I, I can't hate on the contract, even though some people are going to be like, oh, well, you could have got Tate for like a quarter of that or whatever. Yeah. Like These things are not the same. It's apples and oranges. Dort is far superior. 
shout out Zach Oil on that one. But uh, all right, let's move on to our next thing, large item. Uh, we're going to wrap up with the OK3, and we're going to go to Matt. And Matt, there's a pretty low-hanging fruit there for you, man, if you want it. It's Chet Holmgren, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how they they mentioned Dora, they mentioned uh, Shade, but it's, it's Chet Holmgren. Obviously, we've all been watching just the game two, which has not been the same show, but Chet Holmgren had 23 points on nine shots. Nine shots not from the free throw line, but nine shots. Like, this guy is efficient. This guy is going to be something. Like, I watched I watched that first game one, and I was... I'm the person to say don't overreact, and I over... Well, Skit's the one that tells me to not overreact, and I'll <laughs> overreact anyway. Um, I'm for the overreactions. It's summer league, it's basketball. Um, he, he looked like the best player on the court yesterday. Like, he wrapped his arm around Giddy, and he said, here, little one. Come join my press interview. <laughs> like that was the kind of vibe I was getting. The confidence, I love it. Like exactly, Matt saying we deserve to have some fun. This guy's got the confidence. He's gonna be so good in OKC. So it's just Chet Holmgren. That's my topic. It's just if you want to add anything to that, like he's gonna be that guy. That's all I'm saying. Yep, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, if you, you know, like I said at the top of the pod like we're kind of recording in the middle uh, i didn't say on top of the pod we wasn't recording at that point uh we're recording in the middle of our summer league game with memphis right now and chet's not having as great of a night as he did the night before but like there's still flashes out there like i mean he hit his first three he had a nice little uh pull-up jumper off the dribble like off a really nice move um dunking in traffic like he's making some high level passes uh, he had verticality on a guy on transition and blocked the shot coming down. Like, even when he struggles, like, he's still making impacts on the game. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, I was I was in Chet's camp. Like, I had Chet number one um, by the time of the draft. But, like, even I was a little bit taken aback at just how impactful he was from, like, day one. Um, let's go to Yanni. I have Yanni a little bit. Yanni, uh, how are you feeling about Chet's uh, debut yesterday? Yeah, for the record, after um, Chet's first game, I'm fully converted to Team Overreact. Summer League does matter. This means everything. He is a Hall of Famer. Yes. But no, on a more serious note, I like the way he's been playing, and I like the overall confidence he has. Like, he's just a very confident guy. Like, I recommend Thunder fans to just go and watch Chet interviews. He believes he's the guy, and even when he's struggling, he thinks he's the guy. Like, in the game against Memphis right now, which is about to wrap up while we're recording this, Chet's defensive impact has still been there, in my opinion. It's just the results are like aren't quite there. It's something about these like small, bulky guys like Kenny Lofton that make tall, lanky guys struggle. Like I remember Zion mm-hmm. Williamson dropped almost forty on Rudy Gobert's head, who's like Rudy Gobert's one of the best defenders in the league. Zion's one of the best paint finishers. It's just like not a good matchup for him. But overall. You're seeing you mean the like you points. mean like you mean like Kevin Durant and Chris Paul in the playoffs many years ago, <laughs> so, so something like that, something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, but generally, like you, you, we're seeing everything we want to see, and honestly, if he completely obliterated summer league, I would have been more worried than if he didn't have a bad game, quote unquote, just because this kind of humbles him a bit, which is mm-hmm. what I like because it's something to build off of. And because I didn't speak for a while, I just wanted to say this real quick. I saw Lou Dort courtside at that game, and he had mm-hmm. a big smile on his face. He looked like a happy man. So just quick shout-out to Lou. Looked like a very wealthy man on the sidelines, huh? 
Hawaii. Oh yeah, big time. He was he was standing next to Superfan, and Superfan was like taking pictures with fans, but Lou was a little too big time for that. Team Canada coaches wouldn't let people near him, but I tried. I tried. <laughs> I like the effort. I like the effort. Um, Alex uh, Alejandro, I'm gonna refer to you guys as Alexander and Alejandro in this podcast. So. Alejandro, uh, do you have anything to add on the chat web before we get to you on your single large item? Sorry, I mean, just, I mean, so, you know, he was a Hall of Famer yesterday. So I was just going to say, Giddy okay, got so his triple-double. Was... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Giddy yeah, did yeah. get a triple-double. Let's go. Quietly got 14, 10, 10, Ooh. and 2. Good looks, Matt. You can go ahead now. Sorry about that. So he was a Hall of Famer yesterday, and today he's probably going to be labeled a bust. So, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So today he's probably going to be labeled a bust uh, with uh, the the paltry 11 points, 12 rebounds, you know, two blocks, three blocks. Like, this guy is productivity out there. This guy is going to – he's going to – show out he has a bit of an asshole streak which i love in a superstar um so just give me you know give me all the shit you can into my vein like this is this has been awesome to see this and you know he's he's putting stuff out there now like you know like that top of the key three-pointer like you know that in a couple months if those things actually do translate then he can have counters to a defense's counter so if a defense tries to play him up um on those types of plays He's going to drive by the, you know, whatever defender, whether it's a smaller defender or a larger defender, he's going to be able to drive past them and, you know, either hit a mid-range shot or drive it all the way in for a dunk. So, I mean, he's already kind of toying and kind of seeing, experimenting out there and see what he can do. Um, and I think, you know, it's just the beginning of something beautiful. Yep, I like it, man. Uh, go ahead with your single large item, Alex. So my single large item, so – I know everybody is waxing poetic about Chet Holmgren and, you know, J-Dub, Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara, not Santa, J-Dub. They did great and they're doing great. Uh, I think J-Dub is leading the team in scoring today. Um, But I want to tell y'all, man, like I know this may be completely preemptive. I know this may be, but the things that I see out of Usman Jang get me completely excited. Like once this kid, you know, kind of gets used to the the speed of the NBA game. And once those shots start to go down, um, Usman Jane has a ton of tools that are, if he puts it all together, are going to make him the superstar on this team. You know, know, a lot of people are saying he's like Paul George light. I can mm-hmm. completely see it. Mm-hmm. Now the shot has to start falling. You know, the, the swing factor is going to be that shot. You know, that shot has to fall. That three-point jumper has to fall. But, you know, he had some drives yesterday that were very high-level drives in, you know, for, for layups. He had um, – he did a good job cutting. He uh, – and, and even the shot, like the shot, even though he was, I believe, one for nine yesterday on three-pointers, um, they looked good. You know, none of the shots looked completely off. They didn't look like, you know, they, they weren't in the flow of the offense. Um, and so, my you know, Usman Jang is going to be the guy that I'm going to be looking at. Chet is going to be great. 
it looks like Jalen Williams, J-Dub, is going to be real good. Uh, but Usman Jang is the guy that I'm going to be monitoring and seeing how his development, uh, how his development kind of takes off. I, for one, am just I'm, – I'm both parts offended that you took my single large item, but also, like, just proud of the man and Usman Jang, man. Like, you know, like you said, like, obviously his shot's not falling, so his stat sheet isn't going to look great. 100% I get all that, but it's the process, man. Like, he looks comfortable with the ball in his hands. He looks comfortable driving to the rim. He looks comfortable making passes. He had a really nice about half-court alley-oop to uh, JRE in this game, actually, just right on the money. Um, I mean, you know, he, he makes high-level reads off of the passes. Uh, and defensively, man, like, he just knows where to be. He knows where to be. He competes um he's intuitive on defense like there's really something there um in Usman Jang and I'm I'm really excited to see it kind of you know uncover you know and there, you know like going back to the shot like there's a million people that have struggled in summer league shooting and you know I can use anybody example but just look at Trey Mann last year dude couldn't hit the broad side of a barn like you know the same thing like the process was there like he was you know, doing legitimate shot creating, like he was creating so much space, but his shot just wasn't going in. And, you know, same with Ooze, like he's created a lot of open looks for himself. He's had some open looks created for himself and the shot's just not going in. Um, you know, now that very well could continue into the season, but it looks good. Like it, you know, Yanni was talking about Shea shot having a hitch in it. Like Zhang's shot looks smooth. It's just, you know, it's all over the rim. Like, it's trying to go in. It's just not going in. He has hit a couple. I think he hit two tonight. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and he hit one the night before. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see a little bit more from Ooze as the summer league goes on because, you know, Giddy, you know, just dominating these past two games. I don't anticipate him playing many more games in the summer league. <laughs> so, maybe Ooze will, uh, Ooze will get some run after that. But, um, yeah, I had to. I, I just went wax poetic there. I did. Did any of the OK three years have anything to say about Ooze? Because we had a little bit of a rivalry going on. Usman Jane, Jeremy Sohan. Um, I definitely won, by the way. But uh, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, you know, as a former Jeremy Sohan enthusiast, or I shouldn't say it's former, but I'm definitely a converted Usman Jane gang uh, member. I like how he's not hesitating and I like how he actually is taking layups and he isn't just doing his weird little floater thing that he was doing in the NBL. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is that he's not hesitating with what he's doing. So I'm liking the process. The results aren't there yet, but obviously, like you said, Trey Mann, he was creating space, but the, the results weren't there. The process was there. And I'm seeing similar things with Usman Jank. So I'm pretty happy. And defensively, he's competing and all that stuff. He's not He's not lost. He knows where to be. So overall, given my expectations for him is that he's not going to be good. And that's what the expectations for Thunder fans should be for at least his rookie season. I'm perfectly happy with this being his starting point because it makes him less of a project than we anticipated. Absolutely, man. And now I'm going to go to Moles here. You know, I'm, I'm sure we, we could talk about 30 minutes about Usman Jane, but I'm going to go to Moles and let him uh, go on and start with his single large item. What you got, Moles? I see you cooking, Seven. First day on the job was a success of the kicks <laughs> at Chet Holmgren from at KD Trey 5. 
Uh, who's so, that? So, uh, Kevin Durant coming home? <laughs> Question mark? Like, uh, I know I've been kind of semi driving that bus for over like a year now, like kind of greasing those kids saying, hey, what happens? Um, you know, if things don't work out in Brooklyn, we're going to have all this cap space free. We're going to have all this, all these assets. Like eventually we're going to go all in. Why not go all in on the prodigal son? Apparently homeboy's gone dark. And so like, you know, other players have reached out to him, trying to talk to him. Hey, let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Holla, holla. And nobody can get through right now. Like dark, like Darth Vader dark. Uh, I man, I don't know. He's gone zero dart thirty. I, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to go down that route. But um, I it's interesting. It's an interesting timeline. Now I think it's a year early. I had it pegged for next off season. But that's a question that I mean, Presti's got to consider it at least, right? Like if you've got a chance to dump assets, maybe it costs you one of your young players, but. Now I'm I'm not trying to give up SGA, Chet, or Giddy by any stretch, but yeah, uh, I, I that's not insignificant, right? I don't think that's insignificant that he went out of his way to to holler at Chet openly. I'm not saying it means everything, but it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, it's and, a sign. But, what, what, yeah, let me just throw it's a out sign. There. It's happening. Shea can't be involved in a KD trade, like nah. like cap wise. Um, like he's not being involved anyways. But cap wise, Ben Ben Simmons um, would have Simmons, to be moved first. Yeah, he would have to be moved in order for that to happen. But as I said in a tweet a couple weeks ago, like I thought I was in the minority. Very like thankfully I'm not in the minority. That like Shea's off the table in any KD trade for me. And you know, I I mean I un- unless unless they trade Simmons first. Hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, I it, he's still off the table. I'm not trading Shea for KD. I, I'm I'm very high on Shea. I think that he's like still got like he still has leaps to make. Alex, he's got to get in the lab some more. Alex, come on now. Yeah. The lab, yes. <laughs> Staying in the lab, um, guys. I, I mean, I, he's in a he's he's in a Canadian lab right now, doing just fine. Yeah. He do be doing just fine in the Canadian lab. Uh, let me go back to let me go back to Alexander. Alexander, how do you feel about KD coming home, and uh, what would you be willing to give up for that? Uh, actually, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't give up anything for KD. Uh, it's it's not that that I don't like KD or so. It's more like. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be our philosophy long term wise. I feel like building through the draft is going to be our identity uh, for the next couple of years. And I doubt that we are actually going uh, to push in assets for uh, getting that superstar. It, it's more like uh, more likely that we're going to get a veteran or move up yet again for another uh, high first rounder. Uh, because when we are looking at Sam Presley's history with draft picks, before that Jang uh, move up, he basically only traded like five first rounders in 14 years. And uh, that really shows you that he's not going to really uh, move uh, those uh, p- 
picks because he knows they're more valuable uh, to the organization than the actual players because uh, it, it's easy to, to draft guys. It's harder to keep them. Mm. Um, and so uh, w when you go for superstars and they're already full, fully-fledged NBA players, it's only going to be much tougher uh, to convert them to the culture of OKC. And that's kind of my problem in seeing uh, that someone like KD could come back because he is a guy uh, that yet again requested a trade just. And I feel like if something, I, I don't know what, but if something would go wrong in OKC, it could always happen that someone's getting injured and then the season's ruined mm. or there, there, there's some beef going on. Uh, that could always happen. And that could be yet again, one of the reasons KD says, okay, I'm leaving. I won't win a championship here. Like, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't give up anything for him. Yeah. Right. And That's just right. a quick point to add on to the first point you were making historically too, Sam Presti very rarely gives up his own picks which he would obviously have to do to make this trade happen. Mm -hmm. Like one of the only picks he's given up was in, to get Jeremy Grant, I believe it was. And that was a top 20 protected pick that ended up being 21st, I believe, thanks to Mike Muscala. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was that and one. We it traded. was the, the Dion Waiters uh, trade. He gave up a pick there. Mm. Yeah, it's funny how we like traded a pick for Jeremy Grant just to pay him, like trade him away for another pick. In the future, like it's crazy how these things work. It's a system, man. It's like a factory. Um, hey, yeah. all this, all this, all this talk about KD, and I, I wonder if he would have put out that tweet if um, Chet was wearing a different pair of shoes. Yeah, it was just because he was wearing KDs. That's it. Yeah, it's true. Suck on that, moles. You're not even here to hear the, to rebuttal on that. Um, all right, I'm gonna get on with my single large item, and then we'll get this family feud started. Um, my single large item. Uh, I can't believe he's still there. I, you know, I, I feel like a GM that has the you know number three player on his board at six. You know, still there. So um, Jalen Williams, who I affectionately call Santa, um, just absolutely dominating out there, man. Like he did great yesterday. Today, uh, I. Clemente tweeted out that in the two summer league games, he hasn't missed a single three-point shot. He's four or four right now. Looks smooth out there, really intelligent, um, off the backdoor cuts, um, giddy feeding him, Chet feeding him, and just finishing so strong, man. Like, I've seen him finish, uh, like, one hand, seen him finish, like, like really strong with two hands. Uh, he did, like, a kind of like a – I wouldn't say a 360. It was more like an inverted 180 dunk. Um, like to start the game, uh, it prompted my first Santa gif uh, on, on Twitter today. And yeah, man, like he's just, he's so fun to watch play basketball. And something that I'm kind of keeping my eye on, you know, I was saying that I think Usman will, you know, if he's on the team, if he's on the Thunder team and, you know, not spending time in the blue, I think that they'll use him as one of the lead initiators off the bench. But in summer league yesterday, uh, after Eugene was the sixth man, which, We'll get to Eugene in another time. Um, Jalen Williams came in. Usman Jane came in. And Jalen Williams was actually taking the ball handler uh, responsibility when Giddy was off the bench or Chet was already up the floor. So, um, you know, and the thing that, like, really excited me about Jalen is, like, is Santa, sorry, about Santa's game, is he doesn't get sped up, man. Like, he, 
He plays at his own pace. He doesn't make mistakes. He makes good decisions with the basketball. And, I mean, he, he really just he, – he showed, like, the whole gamut of his offensive weaponry. Like, defensively, there's still some things. Like, you know, he gets lost back door. Um, he gets caught watching the ball inside, and, you know, his, it leaves a shooter open. Like, there's still some – some to be desired on the defensive end, but hey, with a guy that athletic with that big of a wingspan, um, and Coach Dagnall and the way that he holds his players accountable on defense, uh, I have little doubt and little worry that we will work him out to be a solid defensive player. Um, before I kick it to anybody else on Jayla Williams, I know how Alex feels about it, I know Moles is kind of with me on this, but. Uh, guys, how do you feel about the Santa nickname for Jalen Williams? I've been all for it. I've been chatting you up in the replies. I've been get spoon feeding you like uh, like puns and whatnot. Like yes. someone used um, slay, like you slay the mm-hmm. Utah. Like that's just. Um, I first I love J Dub. Like sorry, Santa. Sorry. Yes, sorry. on this podcast with that. Santa. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Santa, um, of course, Santa was giving gifts. No, we don't. I, don't, I don't really let, love. Don't let, him, don't let him bully you. Mm-mm. That's fair. Um, no, I'd love to see him in like a kind of backcourt with Trey Mann because he takes a lot of like kind of point mm-hmm. guard initiative and he has a like a great pick and roll game. If you watched any of his college film, like the thing that really excited me was his lobs. Like we've not thrown a lot of lobs in summer league at the moment, but. Some of like the finishes he was creating for his big men was incredible, and like you say, he he just makes the right play. Like yeah. this guy's a good car. Like he's able to like burst in, skate. I'll let you get to your point after. Um, and that athleticism, I didn't see that, but like he's a he's a jammer. Like he is space jam jamming on that room. Absolutely, climbing up the ladder and coming down the chimney on that slam. So, uh. Yanni, man, how do, how do you feel about the Santa nickname and uh, Joe Williams in general? I'm I'm very pro random nicknames, so I'm I'm yes. all for the Santa nickname. Yes, I, I totally agree with um, Alex's point. However, that you can have a nickname that you think is great, but it might not catch on and it might die. Um, like no, for me, for, <laughs> let, let me just explain. You know, so okay. m- months ago I started Chet Lahoma, like you know, bring Chet to OKC. Mm-hmm. And that has not caught on, and everyone decided to go with Oklahoma Grin. But that doesn't stop me from, you know, saying Chetlahoma. I respect the grind. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle, but you'll, you'll make peace with it eventually. But yeah. I, I support you in your Santa endeavors. And with Jalen Williams overall, like, the big question with him was, is he able to make use of all the athleticism, athleticism and all the tools he has? And in these games, it's been pretty obvious that he can. Like, it, it reminds me a lot of Aaron Wiggins' start to the season where he made his first X number of baskets within the three-point line. And he was just on that amazing run, and we were all in love with him. Because the way Jalen Williams cuts is so strategic and smart, and he elevates, like, off for it really easily. So I, I've been really happy with what I've been seeing from him. Yep. All right. Now I got I to gotta go to Alexander here. Alexander. Uh Yanni and Matt are for it. Are you on the Santa train? Or are you on the Santa sleigh? Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm, I must say, I'm, I'm kind of neutral to it. Uh, but I also got, I, I, I got one proposal. I got a one trade proposal for you. I'll support that Santa nickname. 
if you help me promote a nickname for Darius Basley. Oh gosh, what's that? The basement. The basement. Like basement? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like base and then meant. Oh, is, is this just a flip of floor? <laughs> or is this like under the floor? Like Yeah, yes, yes. Exactly. Like like I see. I, I don't know. I, I felt like base in general. It, it's obviously a, a short nickname, but overall, mm-hmm. I, I felt like he, he was such a versatile defender uh, on the other end last season for us. And I feel like uh, that's only going to improve. And then uh, we also, we already obviously have the Georgia Chamber. Mm-hmm. So why, why not take on an, another great room uh, in the basement? I like so it. Whenever, so, so whenever he, he blocks, when, he's in the basement. So whenever, he, yes. whenever he blocks somebody at the rim, that person got taken to the basement. Exactly. All right. Exactly. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> hey, I, this this is a trade that I support. I will I will put let's my, go. I will put my support behind the basement, and I I thank you for also hashtag believing in Santa. So um, yeah. No, I I just got to say like you know. <laughs> The whole Santa thing is so fun because there's there's very much a crowd that is like all for it. Like they love the puns, you know, they love the nickname, like they think that it helps differentiate the two Jayla Williams better than calling <laughs> one J dub and one J Will, which guess what? Both names still apply to both people, anyways. Yeah, but there's still a crowd that definitely does not like the Santa nickname. I had somebody say he almost unfollowed me because of the Santa thing. So, you know, there's extremists on both sides. Uh, I'm mostly playing into a bit, but until the Thunder or Jalen Williams himself tell me to stop calling him Santa, I will continue calling him that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll support you with that. No. Yes, I like it. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Alejandro, Alex, like this is your chance, man. Are you going to jump on the Santa train or are you still out? Yeah, I'm still out. Dang it, Alex. <laughs> Letting me down like that. All right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right. Maddie Moles is back. So we're good to go, guys. That was all of our single large items. I think that we did a good job of covering, you know, pretty much everything that happened. Uh, is worth noting that, you know, the Thunder are 2 0 in Summer League. Uh, they absolutely dominated the Jazz. Uh, they eked out a win against the Grizzlies tonight, and they did so both games without Trey Mann, who was in health and selfie health and safety protocols so hopefully you know Trey's doing well he gets well soon and we can see him back there on the court and to just add to the fun so with that being said they won by 16 we won by 16 they did not eke the swing out oh sorry my stream died when we was up 11 <laughs> anyways so yeah we're, we're, we're dominating the summer league the championship summer league championship it's happening one seed in the summer league uh but with that being said let's get to our mid-roll and on the other side of that mid-roll we will be starting Family feud. Hey guys, just wanted to take a moment to give us a word from absolutely nobody. Well, actually giving you a word from us because as I mentioned in the pod last week, we do have merch. Um, this is a podcast exclusive because as of this recording, I haven't put out any tweets about it. So for your exclusive chance to get our merch, go to shop.believe.com and search OKC. That is if you want less of a player-driven shirt uh, that's got a nice little uh, graphic of the cityscape and it has Oklahoma City. It's a very clean shirt. Or if you want something a little bit more loud, you want something with 
that's a little bit more player driven you can go to bonfire.com slash store slash topic dash thunder now on that we've got shirts supporting the Jane gang we got shirts supporting chet holmgren of course we got all the awesome shea shirts and of course uh we could throw it back we've got the thunder nation shirt we got i just want to hoop back in the chris paul era and we've got the classic the one that you need for this rebuild trust the presti so head on over to either one of those websites that is bonfire.com slash store slash topic dash thunder or shop.believe.com and search okc hope you guys enjoy the rest of the pot guys we are back from after our mid-roll and we're about to jump into family feud i'm I'm very excited, uh, as I teased in the last podcast, and also to the guys, this is going to be an international theme family feud. So, um, yeah, very, very excited for this one, as we have international guests. So, I'm going to go ahead and start the slideshow, and this is, this is our first time doing this, so if it's very loud, I apologize. Headphone warning. Let's get after it. Is it super loud? little bit okay. well, we're gonna start the game now we're gonna start the game now okay just kidding this is why i can edit the podcast is this right. like the american version of family fortunes because mm, we have this in like we have this in the uk and like it's just i think it's just called something different it very well could be. I didn't even think to ask you. Wow. You guys are international. I didn't even think to ask you if you knew what Family Feud was. Well, okay. It's a good thing that uh, – it's a good thing you brought that up. I'll go ahead and jump in here, make sure. So, you guys see the scoreboard. Your faces are kind of blocking it here where it says OK3. Uh, but we got Top Thunder versus OK3. Basically, what it is, we got four rounds. Each round will start with a primer question, and that will determine who goes first – on the family feud. So if you win the primer question, uh, that team will have as many guesses. Um, if they get three wrong, then it'll be the other t- team's uh, turn to try to steal. If they get one answer right, then they steal all the points. Um, but basically, you know, you're just trying to answer the question. Uh, I think the first two have six choices. The last two have eight choices. And whoever has the most points at the end wins. So I'm kind of bad at explaining things, but does everybody understand or do I need to try again? I think you explained it pretty well, but I guess I know family feud. So just one more thing to add is like mm-hmm. the way it works is like it's three strikes you're out. And then the other team has a chance to steal those points because they get to yep. guess on the board and each answer on the board has a different number of points. So like a more popular answer would give you more points. Yeah, we have the British equivalent. I'm not sure which one was first. I'm not going to play the game here but like uh, yeah I, I, i'm familiar with this now thank you okay awesome alexander you good yeah also obviously the same i, I just watched some highlights of family future just the other day nice so hey he was prepping he was ready for it all right boys well we'll get into this alex moles you guys good let's do this thing man yeah let's go all right and i'll let you guys know that topic thunder have won a grand total of one family feud uh, in our many times of doing it. So the odds are on your side. That that wasn't necessary. That was a different year. This is a new season. It's a new season, man. All right. Well, 
this stupid thing isn't letting me just jump in like I want to. So I'll probably have to just keep score on my phone and we'll do it like where's, that. Where's Matt Tierney when you need him? I know, right? Hey, oh. be careful not to let us see the stuff, man. Yeah. You can yeah. see, we can see. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to do that. I don't know why it's slide right. it to the left. Slide, slide it to the, to the left. left. And... There you go. Okay. Well, I might just have to do it without the I mean, yeah. I tried to download this thing, but it's not working. So we'll we'll just play family feud without the actual family feud board. All right. This is our primer question. So uh top at thunder, pick a representative to answer for this. And okay, three, pick a representative to answer for this and we'll uh, we'll see who goes who gets it right alejandro go hey that's me all right and it looks like matt yeah matt just nominated me so i'm gonna go yeah that's right all right i like it so we got alex and yanni so guys basically after i read this question just raise your hand on the zoom that's going to be our buzzer because if you guys just make a buzzing noise and then I don't know who's making the buzzing noise. So raise your hand and whoever raises their hand first gets the answer first. And if they don't get it right, the other person will have a chance to steal. So our primary question to see who goes first. The Oklahoma City Thunder have been notorious for boasting an internationally diverse squad for the past few years. How many different nationalities are currently representing the Thunder? Alex. I'm going to say six. Six is incorrect. Yanni, what you got? I'll say seven. Seven is correct. All right. Okay, three will be starting off, just so you know. Uh, we've got a million players representing USA. Ooze and Teo represent France. Eugene representing Nigeria. Shea and Dort, Canada. Giddy, Australia. Poku, Serbia. And Viet Kreshi representing the Czech Republic. So, man, Eugene. Come on. Shout, shout out to Come Eugene. Thunder legend. <laughs> yes eugene all right so as i mentioned this is the international family feud so we're going to start off with something that is internationally loved and that is food international cuisines so the question is based on tasteatlas.com what are the top 10 or no based off of the top 10 most popular foods on tasteatlas.com what six countries are represented in the top 10 all right, can I go first? I'm gonna say Italy. All right, Italy is number one. And that is a. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at the score while you guys are guessing the next one. But yes, Italy is the number one answer. They are represented by pizza and paschetti. Are we allowed to converse and like pick it pick pick between us, or do we have to say like one at a time? Uh, you guys can. Yeah, you guys can just have a representative. You guys can go out of turn, whatever. Just remember anything that you're saying um, and they have a chance to steal, they can use it against you. So just remember that. Yep. Good point. Anything we say or do will be used against us. So <laughs> yes. Alex, Alexander, you're going to be answering next. So do you need any help <laughs> with this one? Actually not. <laughs> I, I actually saw a tweet like a few weeks ago from auction oh, so this <laughs> showing off all the uh, cuisine ratings so i think i'm a little bit in an advantage right here and i go with japan japan was number two with sushi and ramen 
So that's another 30 points right now. You got 70 points, all three strikes on the board going to Yanni. All right. I'm going to need some, a little bit of help. So uh, Alexander, would you, would you like to help me out? Kind of guide me in the right path. Yeah. There's a neighbor country next to me, like next to Germany. There, there's one country. I'd say France. France. That's, okay. France it is. Yeah, I guess I should let you guys lock it in. My bad. So, yeah. Okay, sure. Francis, lock it in. Shout <laughs> out go. to you. All right. France is on the board. It is number six uh, on the top ten and is represented by Croissant. So, that is five points for France. You guys have three guesses still on the board and three strikes. So, back to Matt. Stuff. I'm actually like, a, I don't think Britain's going to be here. Like, that sounds really bad to my own culture, but I don't think Britain's going to be here. Um. Oh, I'm. I, I think I'm gonna go Spanish. I, or maybe, mm, maybe Mexican food. Mexican food's really oh, good. Shit. Yeah, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. So Mexican food. Okay, I'll go Mexico. Yes, lock it in. Mexico locked in. Yeah. Mexico is number four, represented by taco and tortilla, and that is ten points for Mexico. There's two more on the board. You guys have all three of your strikes. I guess we're back to Alexander. Yeah, I immediately go with uh, China, Chinese. China is number five on the board. Five points. They're represented by cellophane noodles and tofu. Not going to lie, the cellophane noodles threw me off there. But there is one more left on the board. You guys can run the table without any strikes here if you get this right. No pressure, Yanni. All right. I, I think we might as well, Yeah, we've got so many options to, like, we can might as well talk it through because we'll probably get it right. So there's like Germany. Alex, would you recommend German food? Absolutely not. I, I know from, <laughs> I know from that list. <laughs> German food, German food was so low ranked, like 28 or so. Okay. Do you think American food would be a good one? Because it's lot it's a lot of like uh, fast food. Options. I'm not trying to be rude, but no. <laughs> nah, I, actually okay. not. I, I think it also dropped out of the top ten, I feel oh, like wow. okay. when I saw that list. Uh um, Oh, maybe this is this is like an off-ball one. Maybe Greece. Greece has yeah, some yeah. really nice food. Greece is a good guess. Greece is a good guess, and we have three strikes anyways, so I'll I'll lock in Greece. Uh, Greece is not tough as tough. Top ten, and, and if, yeah, well, nice. yeah, we go with that. All right, so I think it's uh, back to Matt. You have two strikes. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of exhausted all the. I mean, it's still Spanish. It's still Spanish food. But that's... Mm, but I can't think of much like Spanish food, even from my own experience. Yeah. I've got it. India. Yes, curry. Curry's a good dish, and he's a pretty good player, too. True. Curry is a good player. Curry is a good food. But uh, India is not in India. the top oh. ten. Damn. Okay, uh, now it's down to me. It's actually... I, I think that saw the uh, list, one answer on the board, one strike remaining. Oh man, it's it's the one name I don't remember actually. So I'm super sorry. I, I was pretty sure it was either Greece or in, uh, Indian food. Do you, do you at least <laughs> but, remember what the food was? That might help us. Uh, sadly not. Uh, I think it's either Thai or it's going to be Turkish, I feel like. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't have recommended saying that out loud, but I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. 
Uh, so, I was gonna hint. Oh, go, oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's true. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> uh, still don't know how the game works. I guess. Oh no! It's, Let's just try no, that. I, I, I don't think they get it. I'm not trying to be rude, but like, I, I, it's a hard like because <laughs> it's, it's only it's one, one of thing. On the yeah, and you only yeah. get one. Oh, oh, I mean, wait. Uh, Alex, um, donors are pretty popular in Germany. Like, I know that for sure. Are they that popular? Donuts. Uh, donors. Donors. He means like, donor, like donor. It's like yeah. a type of uh, the, 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 donors. Uh, actually, I've never eaten one. Oh, right, damn. Guys, <laughs> I got to jump in and give so, you a so second countdown. The, the, all right. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. German is no cuisine, so I'll go with uh, Thai. Thai food is a good guess. It is wrong. Topic Thunder with a chance to steal 90 points on the board there. Topic Thunder with a chance to get all 100. Ooh. Alex and Moles, you guys can discuss freely. Man. Um, so, okay, so Maddie, so I don't think British cuisine is. I think like fish and chips, right? Well, yeah, is that considered chips, British? But, like, so American cuisine, wouldn't that be considered, like, hamburgers and – I mean, it unless has you, its staple. Unless you talk an OG hamburger, Barbecue. Right? So. Wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't barbecue kind of be, like, American? Like, wouldn't that be something that kind of hits? Um, I mean, I, I say we – you know what? Fourth of July was just, you know, real recent just the other day, like – Let's let's ride with let's ride with the motherland. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with American cuisine. Their guess is American cuisine. And it is absolutely right. Burgers yes! coming in at number three worldwide popularity. A hundred. Oh my god, I'm let's so go. happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> they could call it a royale with cheese if they want to, but yeah, it's American. Let's yes, go. sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Top of the Thunder has the board right now at 100 points going into our next primer. Guys, there's still three rounds. You still have plenty of chances to make this up. Don't worry about it. Um, so uh, let's see here. Alex had the primer or Alejandro had the primer for Top of Thunder. Some moles, you will be on the primer here. Uh, Matt, I think you had the primer a second ago. So, uh, or no, Yanni did. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Matt or Alexander, who wants to step up here? Matt, yeah, right. you, okay. you can go. I, I feel kind of bad since I uh, said <laughs> American food is, is not on that list. I'm, I'm feeling so stupid right now. I'm so sorry. But I said the same thing, and I'm, I'm not going to go into. I wouldn't have it on my top six, personally. But that's just me. I'm just all right, one man. guy. All right, all right, all right. Uh, just remember, guys. You know, raise your hand after the answer is read, and I will call on you. You know, just like in school. So. The primer here is how many players drafted in the first round this past year, the 2022 NBA draft, played for the United States U19 team in 2021? This is between the mats. You raise your hand if you got it. I've raised my hand. Oh, I physically raised my hand, not like just Zoom. Oh, Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, No, no worries. Uh, It was shit. Chet only played this year, I think, so it would be one. One is incorrect. 
Moles, you got a different guess? Is is it going to be who's closest? Uh, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I guess we could go back I mean, and forth to see how I'll get it, but that'd take too long. So, but I'm gonna, so I'm gonna say two, but yeah. I think it's like actually five. It, well, hey, you're right either way. It is five Chet Holmgren, Jaden Ivey, Johnny Davis, Patrick Baldwin Jr., and Peyton Watson all played for the U19 United States. Peyton team Watson just team. got in there, he did. He got picked 30. He's there, though. Um, Kenny Lofton and Kennedy Chan were also there. Fun fact. So, all right, Top at Thunder has the board this time. And uh, the prompt for this one is there were six players drafted in the first round this year that were international, not American-born players. Uh, who are they? Not American-born? So you're going to go first, Maddie? Maybe I shouldn't say yeah. not American-born. Maybe I should just say um, their nationality is not American. Okay. So uh, Ushman Jang. Usman Jang is correct. That is five points. He was the the fifth international player drafted. Um, All right. So hold on. So oh, go ahead. Got it. So it's my turn. So um, man, let's see. So oh um oh, what is my boy's name? Jeremy Sohan. You walking in? Yes. Oh yeah. Jeremy Sohan. 10 points. He was the number, he was the fourth international player born of the Polish national team. Who's my Jenga French? That's Four so answers weird. on the board, three strikes all there. Nikola Jovic. Nikola Jovic is also correct. The sixth international player drafted yeah. of Serbia, I believe. Back to Alex. Alex is frozen. Yo, Oh, he froze and oh, what'd you say, Alex? Oh no, he's froze, froze. All right. Okay. It's okay. Moles take take over. All right. Uh Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin is the first international player drafted. It's 40 points for Benedict Matherin. Nice, nice. Oh, there he is. All right, Alex. You can Alex, you, you froze when you were talking, so you yeah, like I know. Said, so we got so we got Matherin, we got oh so uh so Dyson Han. Daniels. Dyson Daniels was the third international player draft. You got one left, three strikes on the board. Not oh, you know, let's see. Not gonna say it's impossible to fumble the bag because it just happened. So going back to uh, Alex, you can stay on this one because Moles answered after that. Um so let's see. So Huh. So we have. So these are all going to be these are all going to be international. So that means they were born internationally, or does that mean that they're not American? Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, let's see. So, what about Ochai Agbaji? Uh, Ochai Agbaji uh, is. Not international player. He, his nationality is United States. Man, I'm my brain's mush right now. The other five were really easy. <laughs> or, oh uh, man, so um, was that last one? It, mm-hmm. The last one will get you. About to blow a three-one lead. No, 
Two or three O lead, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> um, what about oh God, somebody? Somebody. So I can. I mean, rose. I can help him, right? Yeah, you can. Help yeah, him. we're on the same squad here. Okay, so I can help you. So got another about, answer. So what about um? So Jalen Williams, Santa. So I know he was. No, he's American. American. We got. We're on a time uh, crunch. Yeah. Who no. jumped? I feel like it was somebody who jumped in the draft. Blake Wesley. Well, oh, what about Bochamp? Marjon Marjon Bochamp. Boom. That's it. That's the one. That's got to be it. Lock that in, Bochamp. Uh. Incorrect. Oh, no. I'm fact-checking. I'm fact-checking, but I'm pretty sure it's incorrect. Yes, he's American. You guys are down to your last guess. There is one strike left on the board, and OK3 is a chance to steal. Yanni's looking like he knows the answer to this. So, Oh! Shaden Sharp! Yes, that's it. Golly, we that's the that one. So long. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm dumb. That's it. That's the one. Take Yanni, the dub. Yanni's face just, just, just <laughs> sunk, <laughs> man. Um, just I, sunk. I, I was praying on your downfall, guys. Like, <laughs> all due respect. <laughs> it was so close. It was so absolutely close. shade and sharp. And another oh 100 points gosh. on the board for Topic Thunder. Oof. Running the table on that one. You guys, Sweat off the brow. Yeah, you guys, you guys had me nervous there for a second. All right, so. Right now, the score going into round three is Top at Thunder 200, OK3, or should I say OK0? I'm sorry, I, I had to. Um, so, wow. moving, moving into the next wow. round, the points are actually doubled. So, theoretically, if you guys shots run the fired. table. No, not shots fired. If you guys run the table on this board here, then you guys will be tied with Top Thunder. Protect the children, Maddie. Protect the children. All right. So the primer here, I guess we're back to Al, Al, Alejandro for Top of Thunder, and I guess we're going to Alex. So we got a battle of the Alejandro-Alexander battle of the Alexes here in the primer. So, again. Defender, defender of mankind. That's what Alejandro-Alexander means. Exactly. Very yeah, nice. my man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I like the solidarity. So remember, guys, physically raise your hand. To answer the question, I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't even know you could do that on Zoom. So I'm an ignoramus. So. Okay. All right. Our primer here in the 2022 MVP race, how many of the top five in the final voting are international players? Alex. Uh, Alejandro, I should say. <laughs> um, two. Incorrect. Alexander. You suck. Three. You're both incorrect, but Alexander is closer. It is uh, David, four. Uh, it's four. Wow. It is four. Jokic Joel is Embiid. Embiid. Giannis. Giannis. Booker was number Giannis. four, and Luka Doncic was number five. Ah, uh, true. Luka, oh. Luka was it? Ah, uh, damn. I, I thought it was Curry. No, no. I, I don't know where he finished. But I think he might have actually been six. But, um, yeah. So, hey. Okay, three. You're back on the board. This is your chance to take over, to tie this game up. No pressure. This is a really big round. There's eight questions on the board. All right. So eight answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Obviously. So uh, on this question here, 
as of the 2021-22 season, over 500 players were on an NBA roster, the majority of which being American. What other nationalities were represented? And, yeah, right. And, uh, and this is like the top eight nationalities outside of American? Correct. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's think of the big... I don't want to say too much now because I know they might steal it. Yeah, but I guess what's what's the country that you think has the absolute most? Like that should be your first guess. Uh, I I just want to go with uh, the OKC one, like like uh, the one uh, we obviously love and know. Like, like that should be a lot of those guys. Yeah, Canada. Canada is the top one. There is fifty six players from Canada as of last season. So twenty five points for Canada. All right, and going with the Oklahoma City Thunder roster, we have a lot of players from France, so I, I think France is going to be my next guess. Yeah, I think so too. France is number two on the board. He has uh, – they have 41 players in the NBA. This Man. is where it gets a little bit difficult, so pace yourself. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go have to go out like OKC. Um tough i mean it's such an american league um that made me sound but um it's tough because that's like the main i think germany has a, a good threshold because you've got like schroeder you've got Wagner's, you've got like isaiah Hart, so i think yeah. I'll, uh, it's, it's yeah, not I that think... many actually it's, it's not that many like 10 at max it, i feel it, like it just needs to be in the top eight so i think it's yeah, I it think 10 is doable. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Let's go with that. We got yeah, Okay, then. Why not? Why not? Lock it. Lock it. All right, for three points, Germany was the number seven on the board after the oh, United okay. States. There are seven. 19 German NBA players. 19, actually. Oh, wow. Didn't notice that. I guess, I uh, guess, like, he's like Bonga and so on. Yeah, Obviously, and there could be, like, uh, two-way players and stuff like that, too. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. That's actually tricky, then. Ooh, but uh, I'm I'm like it a little bit easier. I go with Spain, and I hope I'm not in pain. Spain, you man, you're cutting it close. Spain is the number eight team for two points. Really? So you have four eight, teams. Really? Yep, you have four teams left. You have the top two and the bottom two. Uh, four teams left. All your strikes remain. All right. Um, I believe the number was ooh, eight, ooh. eight, eighteen for players from Germany. Eighteen or nineteen. And I'm pretty sure there's more um, Serbian players than that number. So I'll say Serbia. Because, uh, you know, you got Jokic, you got uh, Poku, and all those guys, Bogdanovic's. Are they all Serbian? Like, because I know there's a lot of Eastern European talent, but, like, I'm not sure if some's, like, Slovenia, some's, like, Czech Republic. Um, like, well, actually, um, one Bogdanovic is from Serbia. The other isn't, and you got Boban. Like all those guys are Serbian, so I'll I'll bank on that. Okay, I'll say Serbia. Cool. Serbia is number three. Had thirty NBA players last season for twenty points. There, you guys have three guesses left on the board and uh, three strikes to use. So. Okay, uh, it's back to me, right? Uh, I think I'll, I'll go with think the one I've sent you. Uh, what? What do you guys think of the one I've sent you? Yeah. I feel like uh, 
that's a solid one, but it's like it's gonna be one that cuts it close. Like it might just be out of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think so like Compasso, but like Ginobili is out. He was Sergeant Dan. Yeah, I, I yeah. think Compasso might know be who else. Yeah. yeah, I I'd probably go with an African country, country probably right. Like I I think there's Pascal one team and Joel are from Cameroon. Yeah, and local too much I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. It, there must be a few Nigerian players. Oh, yeah, true. Nigeria, Nigeria is, is was the country I was thinking of. True, we we should go with Nigeria first. Okay, okay. we'll take Nigeria. Nigeria, the number five on the board, ten points on that one. I I thought y'all was gonna struggle on that one. Not gonna lie. So, two answers left on the board. Three strikes still remain. That was tough. Um, do you think any Asian countries actually there's not a lot of Asian players in the NBA I mean Rui from Japan obviously but that's like the only one I could think of Um, we, we could there's soon not many Chinese with, players as well uh, yeah I think Van Zing probably doesn't count right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but he'd be on a yeah. very short list yeah, yeah um, it would be super short like I still feel Cameron would be a great guess, and we still have the safe one with one of the MVPs, obviously. So, yeah. All right. You want to lock in Cameroon? Yeah, let's go with Cameroon. All right, sure. Cameroon. If that's if that's bad guess, then it's my cap. I, I think that's worth the gamble. So I'll, I'll go. With I'm Cameroon. not so sure, but let's try. It. Uh, you're you're on. Uh, you you moved it, but I guess it was a. I think he made a buzz. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you guys just saw my head shake and no noise come out. And so then I had to repeat it and my voice cracked. So awesome. Yeah, Cameron is not on there. So you have two strikes left, two guesses still on the board. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh I I, I just want to get the hard one. Greece. Uh Greece. Yeah, the the attitude Kubros basically. And you got Kalitz Zakis, Thunder Legend. Um, yeah, so how many um, of the number seven did we get? How many how many players of like the number seven country was there? Uh, number seven was Germany. There was 19. Okay. Okay, so there must be, yeah. Wow, this is tough. Because it can't just be yeah. like four guys, and you could be like, oh, yeah, there must be more. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not – super confident in this one but um lithuania has some really good players mm. but then they also have a lot of like scrubby players on their national team so i'm just thinking about national teams now yeah oh, wait, guys wait, who, where's josh giddy from australia oh my <laughs> goodness yes obviously <laughs> australia okay there we go australia there we go australia, australia. shout out matthew delavadova Australia was number four guess for 30 yeah. points. They're not 30 points, sorry. Uh, 30 players from Australia. Uh, let me let me see how many points that was. Okay, 15 points. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was looking at way too many different lists. So one guess left on the board and two strikes. Top of Thunder, be prepared. You guys can steal if they once again fumble the bag. No pressure, guys. Okay. I have a game here. But, but I'm pretty sure it's – uh, it's Slovenia, right? Because Lucas from there. But besides Luka yeah, and Goran, what about, what about Italy? 
it, it's it's really like Danilo Broshida. Danilo, it's, yeah. Ah, that, that, there must be surely like, more Italian players. I think that's a good guess, but let's think a bit more. And if we can't think of anything, we can go with that one. Because um, we're on like a small buzzer. Just think of national teams, I guess. Um, Mexico isn't, they didn't, they barely have any. Um, I think one's going to answer. Is he not the only like Mexico player in the NBA? What, what, what about um, Brazil? Does, does Brazil have any? I don't think so. No. I'm going to go I guys got to jump in and give you a 10 second timer here. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we, okay. Uh, Want to go Slovenia first? And then. Uh, yeah, we'll try Slovenia. I think. Yeah, okay. We better. Slovenia. Sure. We go Slovenia. Go on. Slovenia. Slovenia is, is not, not even in the top 10, 10 actually. Fun wow. fact. So you have one strike left, one guess on the board. Top of the Thunder is prepared to steal. They could run away with it if they steal here. You guys can tie it if you get this one. Pressure's on. Okay, it's not Britain. There we are. Um, do you think it's a European country? Um, did we try uh, we tried Slovenia? Did we try Lithuania? We did not try Lithuania. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, I didn't think Slovenia would be it because it's like it's it's just Luca and Goran in the NBA, uh, um, yeah, and like yeah, one other yeah. guy. But let's I see. feel like we're what? Sorry, Dylan. What um number are we missing? Like what is it? You number eight are or missing number five, six. Okay. Okay. Six. Okay. It's tough. definitely not New Zealand. It's just Stephen Adams over there chilling. Is Italy Italy an option? I don't think that's a good guess, but like, I can't think of much better. Any of the Scandinavian countries? No. Um, Greece again. I can only think of Italy, but like, I don't think there's like thirty oh. Italian players in the NBA. How, how about Turkey? Turkey's an interesting one. Who else? Cantor. Well, I don't know. Okan Kogmas. Yeah. Uh, I like that guess. You want to go with that? I, I like that more than Italy. Sure. Yeah, okay, then let's go. F it. <laughs> we, we are going to have it so wrong. But no regrets. It's Turkey. Turkey is your guess. <clears throat> it is not Turkey. <laughs> Top of Thunder has a chance to steal. Uh, one guess, guys. If you don't get it right, then... Uh, the OK3 guys get all of their points except for this final one, so they will get mm, 190 points. So need you to, since we would normally be able to see the board and we're talking eight countries, just give yes. a quick review of the countries that are there that have already been answered and are correct. So I think we're missing the number five country, if that makes it easier. Dylan, you good? Oh, you're asking me. I'm sorry. Yes, the, the number yeah. five country. <laughs> I thought you were talking to Alex. I'm sorry. No, no, no. So, no. so what, are, no, what are the countries that are on the board since we can't see the board? Oh, I, I sent it to you. In the thing. Okay, Canada, France, Serbia, Australia, Nigeria, Germany, and Spain. 
So Germany and Spain. Um, let's see. Do so. We got New Zealand as an option. We've got um, Congo. We got we got Air Congo as an option. Um, yeah, we got Congo. We got um, Latvia, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're the captain see. here. You're the you're the leader no, of the I'm squad. Not, you can't have a name I'm like not. Alejandro and not run the international squad. Like, let's go. <laughs> I'm not. Um, let's go, Lady Gaga. Let's do this thing. Oh man. Um, okay, so let's run, run through our options. So it's so, more than 19. We're going to be on a timer so, real so quick. So Congo. So let's talk about the Congo. So Congo has Surge. It has Bismack Biombo. Uh, Where's Taco Fall from? From Mexico. His first name is Taco. Oh, okay. My bad. That's why he only plays I, on Tuesdays. Got I it. hate you. For there that. you go. <laughs> I believe Jonathan Kaminga is also from Congo. Yeah, let's just run with Congo, man. Whatever. Like they do big international stuff there. Like let's do that. <sighs> really. It's Congo or New Zealand, probably for me. Because they con- wait. Did they they say wait? Did they say Greece? I can't remember if they said Greece. I don't believe they said Greece. Mm. I mean, that's three already with the Antetokounmpo's, but I can't really think of any other Greek and, player. Does, and, Poku, uh, does Poku count as Greek since he played at? Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> I'm counting him. No, I don't think. So. I don't him. think so. Um, you know what? Let's go Congo. All right, Congo. Lock it in. Why not? Congo it is. Uh, is Ah, Let's go. Um, Idly. So, who was it? What was the lovely nation? I was fact-checking this while we was doing this. Um, and I'm actually... The points are going to OK3 either way. Um, the answer was Croatia. Um, Croatia. Oh. It is wrong. It is wrong. I went and fact checked it. There are three Croatian players in the NBA. Um, Lithuania was the number nine on the list. So you guys did say Lithuania. So ergo, you guys get all the points for this round. Congratulations, you cleared the board and tied the game at two hundred. Oh, oh, that's we survived. Good. We that's survived. Good. This is the rule. But, right. but, but okay, you just this happened. You just to wanted us three times. <laughs> You just wanted us to be on there to look dumb then? Okay. <laughs> what was the number 10? Uh, number 10 was Greece. Mm. So it was right. an option. Where's, mm. Is Italy on there at all? Italy is not in the top 10. So, All right. How, how about Turkey, though? Like, like Turkey, what I'm seeing is they got like four guys at least. Yeah, yeah but Gr- Cantor's not in the NBA anymore. <sighs> uh, I was, you, mean, oh. you mean Ennis Freedom? Oh. Yeah, freedom. Freedom's not in the NBA anymore. All right, guys, we are on our last round. It is all knotted up at 200. Pressure is on. I'm 100% sure about this last round, so there will be no fact-checking that has to happen. The primer, give me Maddie Moles. Bring us, bring us home, Matthias. Bring us home. Bring, give me Maddie Moles, and then uh, Matt or Yanni, either one of you guys can go against Moles for the primer. Hey, Yanni, you go. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Remember, physically raise your hand here. So, <clears throat> Chet and Santa 
as we affectionately call him, are the first college players Presti has taken in the first round in quite some time. Who was the last college player Sam Presti drafted in the first round? Matty Moles. Campaign. That is correct. <laughs> it is Cameron Payne. Let's go, Murray State. Let's do this thing. 2015, I was prepared for somebody to say Demonis Sabonis. Presti didn't actually draft Sabonis. He traded for Demonis Sabonis. Uh, the uh, so, there you go. That been dirty. This is uh, for all the marbles. Talking about Thunder draft picks, this is an international-themed family feud. This is going to be they're, – they're actually, ironically, eight players of international descent that Sam Presti has drafted in his time as the Oklahoma City Thunder GM. Name those players. So, okay, so is this – okay. Not some, so now you're throwing me off with the Sabonis pick because – okay, I'm going to start off. Josh Giddy, that was the number six pick, Josh Giddy. Giddy is correct. He was the – I'm not going to tell you what order they were because that, that'll throw it off a little bit. But you get 20 points for Josh Giddy. He is accurate. But you actually Serge get 60 Ibaka. points because it's triple points. But you, you know what I mean. Alex, you, Serge Ibaka, yeah. let's lock that in, right? I mean, are we sure? Because was that an uh, OKC pick or was that the Phoenix pick because we traded Kurt Thomas to get those picks? Oh, that's a good point. Well, no, no. Okay, so so – I believe Demonis Sabonis was a draft day trade. And I believe like the Kurt Thomas trade from back in the day, like that happened in the middle of the season. And so we already had those picks. So I would say, go ahead and go with uh, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, lock it in. Serge Ibaka is correct. Uh, For, I believe six points. Okay. So, okay. Uh, So we're next. Yeah. We could talk this through. Teo Maladon. Yeah. yeah, second round. Yep. Teo it is. Okay. It's drafted, not first round. It's drafted. So, mm. Teo Maladon, lock it in. That is correct. Teo Maladon. Uh, he is worth 30 points. So, if Teo was drafted, uh, can we say Alex Abrinas? Um, lock it in. Let's Would go. You lock it in. Uh, well, ooh, see, this is what sucks because we traded for Pokashevsky on draft day. Yes, we did. But Abrinus was that was another trade that happened beforehand. So we already had that second round pick. I believe that was part of the uh it was part of the James Harden trade. It was part of the James Harden trade, and then it was part of the Jeff Green trade. So, yes, I, I believe Abrinas was drafted by us. So, Alex okay. Abrinas. Yeah, let's go, Abrinas. All right, Abrinas is worth nine points. There are four left on the board. You have all your strikes remaining. Four. Um, so, these are Stephen Adams. There you go. Stephen Adams is also correct. He is worth 15 points. So these are internationally born players, correct? Correct. Uh, So Reginald Jackson. Ooh. He He was born in Germany. I mean, he was born in Italy. He might have threw over under the radar for me. (laughs) Ah. Oh, no, wait. That is not. (laughs) 
I just typed in Reggie Jackson, and I'm pretty sure it gave me the baseball Reggie Jackson. <laughs> he was born in Italy. He was he was a military brat. Ah, uh, he 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 claims American nationality. I guess that that I shouldn't have said born. I should have said claimed nationality because I think Devin Booker was also born in the Bahamas, but he claims American nationality. Um, Kyrie was born in Australia. He claims um, United States nationality. So. I won't hold that one okay. against you because that was a that was bad wording of a question on my part. All right, so 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 okay. Um, man, okay, here we go. These are going to be players that were drafted by Oklahoma City. So that doesn't mean that they played here. I feel like we're missing a big man somewhere. So we got Cole Aldridge. Uh, we signed uh, Nanad. And this is Sam Presti. This is the Thunder, right? This is not like yes, – we're not going back to Mo. Okay, yeah, we're not going back to Mo. Who else? Who else? Uh, let's see. Oh, let's... Usman Jang. Ooh, no, 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 no. That was a draft day uh, – Oh, yeah. Damn it. That's right. All right, let's see. Let's see. Okay. I'm a dumb. I'm a stupid. Okay. Oh. You're not a stupid. All right, let's see. This ain't easy. Oh. I mean, he's still on our team. Bit crazy. Yes, no? Yeah, lock it in. That is one of them. He is going to be yes. 30 points for you. All right, all right, okay. All right, going back. Let me think my head. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be second rounders because we remember most of the – Yeah. Uh, let's see. So funny because Lou Dort was undrafted. That's cute. That's the nice little cute part of it. Damn, we're get, we're gonna have to go like back in the day. Yeah. So okay, so recently, Hami. Yeah, Hamadou Diallo. Is Hami American or was he born? Yeah, was he born like in Nigeria or something like that? You want to oh, go, Hami? From, I know he's from Jersey. I, just didn't I mean, know yeah, he's like from he, New York. He's from know, NYC. But like, we got three, right? We got three, three strikes, or is this like sudden death? How many more do we, we have? Three left? strikes, yeah. Yeah, Hami, run with Hami. Okay, Hami. Lock it in. Uh, Hami is incorrect. Mm. Uh, he was actually the Brooklyn Nets pick, and we traded for him after the draft. Oh man. Okay. You have two strikes remaining. All right, let's see. For some reason, I'm thinking about like a big man. How many we got left? Four? Four players? Three players? You have one, two. You have two players left. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see. Two players, two two strikes left. How are y'all feeling? Okay, three. Are y'all pretty confident? <coughs> got some ideas? Extremely confident. You don't want to mess up. <laughs> yeah, there's one really Ooh, obvious one. I got it. 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 Tibor Plice. Did we, did we draft him? Yeah, we did. Tibor Place. Yeah, we drafted and we stashed him. Tibor, lock it in. Um, 
I'm gonna fact check that, but as of right now, oh, um, what? Yeah, I've got to I've got to check on uh if that was our actual pick or not. But continue. I mean, we can't really continue because then that'll be three strikes. No, that's your second strike. Remember? No, that'd be your second strike. They said it's obvious, so it makes me think we're being we're being dumb. Or, like we're or, not. or are we just trying to do mind games? Like, nah, yeah, that's. No, y'all, y'all know. Like, Tibor was- Price was drafted by the New Jersey Nets, who traded his rights to the Atlanta Hawks, and the Hawks sold his rights to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so, eh. yep. So this is your last strike. Did we draft an odd Kristich? No, no, we signed him. Okay, that's right. Okay. Not Terrence Ferguson, because he is American. He's from Tulsa. He's from Tulsa. He's from Tulsa. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Damn. Like, I'm trying to think of, of, like, players that we've drafted that – well, no, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think it matters. I was thinking, like – Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Like I'm thinking about players that have like fathers who played professionally who may have lived somewhere else for a while. Um, I know Jeremiah's dad used to play at Kansas, but I don't know if he had like a big time professional career to where you could say, uh, let's see, let's see. We said Josh Giddy. It's not Poku because that was a draft day trade. Hmm. Not Domas. Who are we picking the second round in that year? Domas here? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. At this point, I'm pretty well frustrated. Yeah, I got to give the countdown, guys. 10 second countdown. Yeah. What about what about oh Daniel Hamilton? When he when he in English, let's go Daniel Hamilton. Daniel Hamilton, I will fact check, but as of right now, I believe it's a big oh. uh, Who are we um, forgetting? I do want to throw out there that their Serge Ibaka and the other guy I had on here was actually drafted by the Seattle Supersonics. Technically, they were drafted in the Russell Westbrook draft, so I guess they don't count for that exercise. There is still one guy left on the board, though, and if top, if uh, OK3 gets this guy, then they win. And uh, I'm going okay, to hand it over to Matt because using some big brain thinking, I think he got it, but he needs to confirm something with you first. Okay, Daniel yeah, Hamilton was born in California, by the way. So I mean that's just they're about to secede anyway. So if um the Thunder trade trade the player after drafting him, is that okay? Yes. Yeah, like Alperin Schengen. Oh Oh my god. (laughs) It has to be. That is Maddie's boy. Oh my god. And with that one, OK3 takes the entire board. All three. Coming back from the dead. Wow. 
like <laughs> being on the other side of the Golden State series. Every wow. freaking oh my time. God. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Moles, no. I just got to ask you about that specifically. Yeah, Matt, a.k.a. Shea Media, came in clutch. Like, when, when we told you guys no, we that's Alex. Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I thought half-court three. Alex messaged me. Yeah, right. So it's, I, it's I was Alex thinking, just... like, uh, they were always saying things like, yeah, OKC traded for those guys. What what did OKC do to, uh, to trade away international players, maybe? And then I thought, like, hey, there was one guy last year, number 16, Alfred and Jengun. And... Hmm. Big brain. Yeah. Big brain, big, big brain, big brain energy, man. Great word. I hate it here. I hate it here. That was my guy, and not only like straight <coughs> into the Rockets, but like he was wearing our stuff. Like the thing went off. Like he's yeah. standing in front of the Thunder logo when he got trapped. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that trade still just kicks my ass, even like over a year later. So it's fun. <laughs> Thank you. It's Smart. Kick your ass Real- a bit more. No worries. Oh god. Really nice play. God. <laughs> Big brain energy, man. All right, I like it. Okay, three. Congratulations <laughs> on your win, um, in the the first family feud of the twenty twenty two season. Um, do you have any uh, final words on your victory on your victory speech? Um, I mean, I- uh, looking back at it, being down 0-2, we basically came back in clutch. <laughs> So I want to say, okay, three, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was very poetic how we completely blew the lead on the first round and then we made a comeback win. But, you know, our opponents were very gracious and they did a great job. And, you know, with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. <laughs> oh, Lord. I love it. And we got to cap it off with Matt. What you got to say, Matt? I feel like we just won the Summer League Championship, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like – I think this is more important than beating Grizzlies today. I'm not going to lie. This is go. an important piece, piece of my Thunder fandom, so thank you. There thank you go. You got to throw that in your resume, uh, in your next job application. So I, I beat the top Absolutely. of Thunder podcast on, the, on their own podcast at Family Feud. So uh, Alex Moles – it's okay, guys. It was you. You guys did your best. Uh, it, it literally, all, hey. both teams like got to the last question on every one of them. Hey, the tank. The tank is going strong. The tank is going strong. <laughs> we, we need. We need Cone back. We need uh, Cone, <laughs> Cone was successful uh, against Stop at Thunder for Thunder Twitter, and then Jerry was with me when we beat the uncontested, and Jerry took a shirt off in victory. So. We got to get our ringers back in, but you guys held it down. You did a good job. Um, hey, good, good job. The nicest, good job. That was the nicest way to say you suck in the history of like podcasting. <laughs> oh, I know. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Love you too. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Well, hey, <laughs> I know like it's getting late for me. I know it's late for our guys over there across the pond. Uh, just got to go ahead and throw it to them, guys. You know, plug anything you want to plug, your Twitter's. Um, anything you're working on, of course, your your spaces slash podcast. And uh, I'll get the floor to Matt first. Yeah, so I'm Shea Media, like I like at underscore Shea underscore Media. Thank you guys for having us on. I've actually wanted to be on this for like a year now, so it's just a great opportunity. Uh, you mentioned the time. It's 3 a.m. where I'm at, 4 a.m. where Alex is at, and it's good as a normal person. Yeah, I know. It's rough, man. Uh, looking forward to my bed. But, yeah, please just go follow the OK3Spaces account. 
we started this like about six months ago. It's going great. Like I love the collaborations we were able to do with it as a group. Um, like we had like some of the No Ceilings guys, and you guys had them on as well. Uh, it's just been fun, like actually like interacting with these people, and like it's it's just like you appreciate it because like you see the work that goes in behind the scenes. So it's nice to be a part of it. Yep, absolutely, man. And Shay Media is a great follow if you're not following him. So absolutely follow him, Matt. Uh, let's kick it to Skittles. Yanni, where can folks find you, sir? Yeah, for sure. So with me, my, most of my work is just on the OKC Skittles Twitter account. Obviously do some stuff with OK3 Spaces as well. Just a great community that we try to have, you know, have engaging conversations with fans in a more organized settings because generally speaking spaces are very chaotic mm -hmm. so we just try to bring more order and or like organization to that um but yeah i'm trying to be more involved in nba but right now it's just with okc skittles feel free to dm me if you want to connect further and thanks for having me on the show guys absolutely man let's wrap it up with alexander the man of the hour here alex where can people find you sir yeah uh, people can find me uh, on Twitter at Alex Dr. Prof. Um, now looking back at it, like six months ago, if someone would would have said to me that I'm going to be on a podcast and like one of the biggest OKC podcasts out there, <laughs> I, I I would have called them crazy. Like I never ever would have imagined uh, what's going to happen in the next six months. Like uh, building that OK3 community together with Skids and Matt. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, it's Yoni, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, it's like it, it was, uh, it's like an incredible journey. It's like some kind of dream. Uh, I'm, I'm riding with the guys right now, and uh, I hope we can only grow even stronger. And I hope that maybe one day we can do a rematch at the family feud. There you go, man. Going to defend Only way is up, Alex. Only way is up. Exactly. We can, we can get a rematch in 2023 when we're having our uh, finals championship parade in Oklahoma City. Let's do that. Yeah, sounds fun to me. I, I like the mindset, Moles, but if we have a championship parade, the last thing I'm going to be doing is playing Family Feud. So, just say <laughs> it'll be drunken Family Feud for me. But yes, sounds Absolutely. good. International Absolutely. champion. Family food. <laughs> Very nice. Well, guys, you know, like I said, thank you all for coming on. Thank for thank you for all your kind words and all the interaction that and all you guys do for Thunder Twitter. Uh, you guys are all awesome. Um, you know, the OK Three Spaces is awesome, and you guys are all awesome guys. So appreciate you coming on, um, Alex Moles. Appreciate y'all coming on and being with me on this Family Feud podcast. Listeners, appreciate you guys coming on and uh, you know listening and giving us your support. Exciting times in Thunderland, man. Summer League, Shay, Dort's contract, and like before Baby. we know it, man. Oh, shut up, Moles. Before we know it, <laughs> training camp's gonna be right around the corner. So uh, keep it here for all the funnest content. We're gonna keep the family few going, and uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can, and as always, thunder up, thunder up, thunder up. You you guys can do thunder, thunder up. Right yeah, thunder, thunder up. up, 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 up. <laughs> That was the international version. I like the variety. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up!
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.